Milwaukee's 102.9, The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew exhilarates and quenches with its one-of-a-kind great taste. Mountain Dew, this is how we do. Time to talk music news with our music expert, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? All right. So it's been a busy week for you. I know you've been in the movies. Been a very, been a very busy week. Yeah, the movies, concerts, uh, the, the whole schmear. All right, let's start with the movie Bohemian sure. Rhapsody. I saw the trailer last night. Yeah, there's a new tra- new trailer out for it. I guess the final one before it opens wide on November second, and they rolled it out. They had all the screenings. Yeah, this week pre-release screenings, and I got to tell you, it's a disappointment. Oh, uh, for no. as much. For as much build-up as there's been and talk and, you know, award-winning performances, this and that, it really, really falls flat. Really? Is there a highlight, a best part, or is it just... Um, wah, wah. You know, no. no. <laughs> as much as you hate to say that, it's it's, I... a, it's too long. Um, the depiction, you just don't... What are they... You don't feel it. You don't you don't connect with anybody in the movie. You know, even, even Rami's performance as Freddie Mercury is, is kind of flat. Are they just trying to tell the story of the band? or is More or there... less. I mean, it is Freddie. You know, they do focus on Freddie. But it's Freddie, Freddie within Queen. And you start to see now what Sasha Baron Cohen was talking about when he left the movie, when, you know, when, he, when he quit the film, or they parted ways, or, you know, whatever happened there. But, you know, he was talking about how, you know, they really wanted to neuter Freddie Mercury. And when you, had, when you in fact, had this really colorful flamboyant character and then mm. they do i mean it you know the the depiction is is very flat it's not something you can connect with uh doing doing what i do you know if i had a dollar for every historical or factual inaccuracy accuracy in this movie that that you know the mega millions win this week would be chump change <laughs> i mean they just they just rake over really history and in ways that are that are really unacceptable I so basically a piece of fiction that falls flat you know they're trying to they're trying to they were trying to bring to life these these events that we know a little about that most of the world knows a little about and you know just not really give them any flesh or or any factual uh, accuracy it must really be bad because you're usually pretty generous with these things. You're like, you know, it's okay. It has its moments, things like that, about records or documentaries or whatever. But this one, you got nothing. I, I you know, really, and, and as, as each day has passed since I've seen it, I've liked it less. Oof. Sometimes there's something oh, that you think about a little more, you know, a little more. And, yeah, okay, that wasn't so. That wasn't, no, not this time. What were your expectations going into it that this would be a really – entertaining, insightful piece of... Yeah, uh, energetic, energetic um, you know, just something. Really, and I went in wanting to like it. I really did. I wanted to because I like Queen. I like the Queen story. I've talked to those guys a lot over the years, and I, I really wanted to see this work. And uh, I'm kind of shocked that Brian May and Roger Taylor did, did not call BS on a lot of this, you know, that, that's just flatly wrong. You know, for them, did Queen for, sanction this? Did they yeah, sign off on yeah. it? Oh and yeah. So how did it come up so flat? How did they? I, you know, well, you know, because I think the struggle was the initial filmmakers, and you got to remember this went through a couple directors too, not just stars, but directors, and that's usually a bad sign. Um, I think it was a competing, 
you know, competing agenda of original filmmakers who wanted to tell the Freddie Mercury story and a band that wanted it to be a movie about the band. Wow. wow. Okay. So, and, I, and I think with something like A Star is Born out there as a really great music movie, I, I just, you know, I just think the, this is going to be kind of an emperor's new clothes. And most of the reviews I'm seeing are very lukewarm at best. All right. The other night, Ed Sheeran was at Miller Park. And it was, traffic was horribly bad. That doesn't matter. It doesn't have anything to do with the show. But uh, the night of the sh- they had to move it one night because of the Brewers being in the playoffs, and they didn't know you know what where that was going to go. So they had to shift the Ed Sheeran show over to Wednesday night, I think it was. And it hit me on Wednesday night. I I, I asked somebody. I said, Ed Sheeran's a stadium act. Oh yeah. I had no. Even, I, and even better than him being a stadium act, he's one guy. I mean, he goes up there, and it's just him. There's no band. Well, that's what I asked, too. I said, well, who else is on the bill? And we looked it up, and it was Snow Patrol. But Snow, Snow Patrol. Patrol's not going to pack a stadium. No. Yeah. No. No, Ed Sheeran, that, that's how popular he is. Yeah, Ed Sheeran. And there's and, no big light show. and Well, there's a nice light show and a nice vi- video mm-hmm. show, but the real show is watching this guy you know, do everything with his loopers and his sequencers and all the technology okay. he has uh, on stage and still play a, and still be an engaging, organic performer. Don't get me wrong. I think Ed Sheeran is galactically talented. I think he's really a talented guy. I just didn't know he was that big. And then I said, well, what, what, what's the audience like for that? Who goes? Is it girls, moms, families? I mean, the, ones, the ones I've seen here as I've, yeah. I've watched his ascent, it's, it's mostly young, um, but... You get an older demographic, too, you know, some of them bringing their kids, but they've connected yeah. with the guy because the songs are good, and the performance is so unique. You know, it really is like some... There are other artists who have done this, like Keller Williams and a, and a few others, but nobody's done it really and connected with a mass-pop audience like Ed Sheeran has. All right, so what shows have you seen this week? You said movies and concerts. Yeah, let's see. Last night was the Goo Goo Dolls, celebrating 20 years since Dizzy Up the Girl. Uh, their big album. Uh, that was fun. 21 Pilots, you know, young band from Columbus, Ohio. Actually, we were talking about Ed Sheeran. This is just the duo that does, you know, all the stuff up there by themselves and does magic tricks and <laughs> and all sorts all sorts of great visual stuff. Uh, and then we had Nine Inch Nails here for two nights. You know, they're on, they're on a current tour, do, you know, doing two-night residencies and vastly different shows. They only repeated two songs across the two nights. More shows coming to Milwaukee. Mark Knopfler is scheduled to uh, to be here, and Mariah Carey's made Milwaukee part of her tour. Style. Yeah, I mean you've got you know you've got Mark Knopfler. He's coming August thirty first. Talk about planning in advance, right? Um, but he's he's got a new album coming out in in November, November ninth uh, down down the road wherever, and then he'll be coming to the Riverside uh, Theater on August thirty first, which I'm jealous about because he's not coming to uh, to Michigan apparently on this tour. And then you got Mariah with her big, uh, her big tour coming up. That's going to be March 15th, not planning quite in advance, but that's at Miller High Life Theater. And she's got a new album uh, com- coming out as well. So it's called Caution, which is a good name for just about anything that applies to Mariah. <laughs> well, that was, the, that was the conversation. What's the over-under on this thing? Will she make it through the tour? On it, on it ha- will, she, will it even get started? She okay. Has, she has a track record of these things not happening. She's a yard sale, it seems like, whenever she does something. It's in her, yeah. Yeah, it is, it is interesting. She's also signed on, by the way. She's going she's gonna to be an advisor on the next season of The Voice. So what does that mean? She'll 
help the talent along? No, it's the current season. She's going to be with Jennifer Hudson's team, uh, just helping coach the contestants, helping them, you know, giving them advice. You know, they, they, they have these, you know, the judges now have coaches as part of their teams, and they're usually other celebrities, other singers. And they come in, and it, you know, it's a ratings grab more than anything else. But I'm sure they impart certain amounts of wisdom. Yeah, and see, in my cartoon version mind, I I think of her telling her her student to do all kinds of impossible things that she does because she has money or access to all kinds. That could of stuff. that could be entirely possible. I also worry about <laughs> other things she might tell them. But okay. you know, okay. <laughs> Paul Stanley says that kisses. Uh, Going to bring back some some former members yeah, to, this, on this farewell tour. Now, the, what I'm interested in here is will Ace be invited? I think I think that's that's a no brainer, and that's kind of the one that's that's driving it. You know this this whole move because you know Ace has worked recently uh, with Paul and with Gene Simmons. Both of them guested on each of of Ace's last two albums, and Ace is just out there saying, yeah, you know, they haven't said anything to me, but boy, I think the fans want it, and boy, I think the fans would be angry. And, you know, he also... <laughs> well, I'd be mad if I didn't get to see me on the last fun, the farewell tour. He also pointed out rightly that Kiss and, you know, that Paul Jean and their manager, Doc McGee, are motivated by money, and if promoters are out there saying, you know, you'll do this business as the Kiss farewell tour, you'll do this business as the Kiss farewell tour... If you bring back in in any way Ace, Peter, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, any any of the people who the Kiss Army loves, and in other words, make this an event. Not well, just. if if Paul and Gene are one and two uh, in your Kiss hearts, Ace has to fall third. Ace is three. Ace is three, and three, Peter's yeah. like three B. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Ace Ace is just a, a notch above Peter, and that's just the nature of people love guitar players more, even though Peter saying their biggest hit, you know, it's still, that's still the pecking order. But, I mean, that's the original four, so shouldn't they, I mean, come on, some yeah. kind of real, come on. real credit? When those four hit the stage, that's that's your that's your middle of the show, right? Oh, my God, they're all out there again. Yeah, middle or end, or end of the, maybe that's how it ends. Well, I'm Do sure you it'll save that to the everybody. end? Get out of here. No one wants to wait through, <laughs> you know, all of that. Uh, <laughs> But I think you know. So I think you. I think you are going to see it. The question is, are they all on the road together, or are some nights like an Ace guest appearance, some nights of any guest appearance? Mm. You know, that'll all that'll all be revealed soon enough. Uh, Who was the first to go out of the original four? Um, Ace, I believe. I'm yeah, I'm ninety percent sure it was Ace, okay. and then Peter shortly thereafter. All right. Then they started just getting hired guns. Yeah. Uh, Tom Petty gets a park named after him. Yeah, I mean, you know, as as he should. This is in this was in Gainesville, which is of course his hometown. Um, they did it. They did it over the weekend on what would have been his 60th. I'm sorry, his 68th birthday. And uh, apparently, this this what was formerly called the Northeast Park there in Gainesville was a was habituated by Petty as well as other musicians in town. It was a it was a hangout type of place. So. They felt it was appropriate to to name it Tom Petty Park. How's Loretta Lynn doing? Uh, Loretta is recovering. She, you know, she's Loretta's old. What can we say? Um, but she says she has posted that she's doing better. She was in the hospital briefly uh, to treat an illness that she hasn't really, you know, said what it was. Uh, but it kept her from attending a CMT tribute that in, that included her. Uh, she just released a new album called "Wouldn't It Be Great." 
And, uh, you know, but she says she's doing better and, you know, she hopes to be back out and performing soon enough. But the fact she was hospitalized, of course, is always cause for concern. All right. What's our last story of the week? Well, I just I read the Roger Daltrey book um, that that just that came out this week. And uh, it's fun. It's a it's a nice read. It reads like like a conversation with somebody. You know, you go through it and it's it's very easy reading. It's you know, it's it's fairly revealing. It feels like it pulls it pulls some punches in terms of depth, but he does, you know, he does tell you lots of stories about having to deal with the other guys in the band. Is it but, interesting if I'm not a big Who fan? I think so, because, you know, he talks a lot about the scene of the 60s, you know, and what they came up in, and I think there's interest in that, and there's enough other, you know, pop culture uh, touchstones, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, TV shows or the Teenage Cancer Trust, or Tommy, you know, things like that. I think, you know, I think I just think it's a it's a nice rock star read. So when they make a movie out of it, they won't let these uh, Bohemian Rhapsody guys near it, right? I hope God, some yeah, right. I hope they know. I hope they know. Well, Roger's been talking for years about making a Keith Moon movie with Mike Myers as Keith yeah. Moon. <laughs> and Mike is in Bohemian Rhapsody for a oh, second. Too. Okay. All right. All right. Gary. All right, you guys have a great weekend. Thanks for the time. Okay. Bye-bye. Talk to you next week. Gary Graff, our music expert.